0: Call him a fucking queer, but he doesn't care. He doesn't care because he's got the beer, it's the greatest of the year. He calls it dear because he loves it so much. He has the beer, he has the beer, he's drinking the fucking beer. Miller Light,
1: when you can't afford something better. <laughs>
0: hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It is uh, me. Your oh, boy, your oh, boy, your oh, boy, oh, your boy. Oh, boy, boy. Stu
1: McAllister with me, as always, are the dogs. I got Wing Dog on the chair, I got Sadie Dog in the cage. She belongs in the cage. Uh, I'll talk about her in a minute. Looking into the porch. I don't see either Larry or Cal. So you guys know what that means. They are
0: upstairs. Shitting. On my bed. They're shitting on my bed. That's what they're doing. Shitting on my bed. That's what they're doing. Shitting on my bed. That's what they're doing. Because they're fucking cats.
1: But hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. How was your day? I want to know. Truly. I do want to know. Very few people tell me how their day was when I ask them. It is one of those things of like, you know, you're doing small talk shit. And you're like, hey, man, how's your day? How's it going? And then you don't really give a fuck. You're just like, I'm trying to get your attention. And I don't really do that so much with people anymore because I won't lie. I generally, in that situation, don't really care how your day is. I don't care. I don't care. But in this instance, I do care. I do want to know. I want to know how your day was. How was it? Did you have a good day? I'd love to hear if you had a good day. If you had a bad day, fucking tell me. We can commiserate. You know, if I can help you out in some way, I'll try to help you out. But I hope you had a good day. Hope you did. Hope you had a good day. Why? Because today is Thursday, August 10th, 2020. Trace, hopefully, a good day at work. Maybe you're back to school. I know in some places they've already started school. Not here in Michigan. Soon, though. Soon. So I hope you did have a good day. If you didn't, have a beer like me and uh, go to bed and wake up. Tomorrow's Friday.
0: Friday. Friday. I hope you guys uh, heard the
1: podcast last night. Did the Patreon last night, as I normally do. I do the freebies, Mondays and Thursdays, and Patreon episode pretty much every other day of the week. I try not to miss any. Occasionally it happens. I had to miss one the other day. Uh, I worked a 16-hour day. I just got home, and I was just too damn tired, and I apologize. But I did a Patreon last night, but I know a lot of you don't subscribe to the Patreon. So last night, because I had a guest on, I made the Patreon free for everybody. So if you want to listen to it, feel free to go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, search out Elemental Podcast, and it's the last one, I don't know what the episode is, 840 or something like that, pretty close. Uh, and go listen to it. I had a nice little inter- interview with my buddy, comedian Nate Abshire. I know almost all of you are probably like, I don't know who the fuck Nate Abshire is. He's, he's a very funny fella out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. I've known Nate for years. He's in town doing the uh, comedy club Dr. Grins here in Grand Rapids. And uh, he did a gig on Tuesday, and he didn't have anywhere to stay Tuesday night and then Wednesday night. So I told him he could crash here. So he crashed here. Uh, he's got a hotel the rest of the weekend. So there you go. So, uh, very funny dude. Uh, I thought it was a good conversation. We're just shooting the shit. There's no agenda. No, I have no fucking agenda. I don't, we talked a lot of comedy, but I didn't, you know, I didn't want to make it like, who's your favorite comedian? You know, I don't want to know that. Basically, I want to know like, who do you fucking hate? <laughs> Where, what club do you fucking hate? What booker do you want to shoot in the balls? That's that's the shit I want to know. I don't care about success. I care about failure and humiliation, shit like that. That's the good shit. I don't want to know that you succeeded. Fuck you. You succeeded and I didn't lick my dick, suck my balls. <laughs> uh, so go give it a listen. If you could, that would be great. And go support Nate. He's at uh, Nate Abshire, N-A-T-E-A-B-S-H-I-R-E, Nate Abshire, on uh, Instagram and, and Twitter, and you can find him on Facebook, and he does some other shit. And he's got his website, nateabshire.com, too. So go Go check out all that shit. So do that. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, fuck, you're like, oh my god, I gotta listen to this guy. Uh, I'm Steve McAllister. I'm the host of the podcast. I was a comedian for a long time, social worker for a longer time, and uh, now I just make mistakes. That's that's what I do. So you guys are caught up. You're caught up. You you are caught up on, on what is going on. So, um, fuck. I uh, I did a podcast earlier today. <laughs> I finished the podcast not too long ago. Not my podcast. I was a guest on another podcast. I was a guest on the Eric Zane Show podcast. I don't know if you guys know Eric Zane or not. I know I got a lot of people who listen to both. Uh, that's great. But uh, he had me on his podcast. It was the Patreon. So, unfortunately, if you want to hear it, you're going to need to pay.
0: <laughs> You've got to pay through the nose.
1: <laughs> I think it's five bucks. I think it's only five. Five. It's the same as mine. I think. I think it's just five bucks a month. So uh, I'm going to be on monthly on his podcast uh, because we're doing a specific segment, a specific thing called um, "Who Are the Who Are These Ottawa County Fascists?" <laughs> and these are people. Yeah, Eric lives in Ottawa County. I live in Kent County, Michigan. He lives in Ottawa County. Ottawa County is a very conservative community. Uh, a lot of lot of white uh conservative people (laughs) very religious um it is not a community in which i i could live and and feel comfortable and be okay i live in kent county which is probably top five uh counties population wise in the state of michigan and even in this community i'm like ah fucking christ For, for different reasons but still nonetheless So people go to their county commission meetings, which happen once a month, and they go to do and say whatever. And uh, a good majority of them are fucking lunatics. (laughs) They get three minutes, which is approximately the amount of time you get at a comedy open mic. And a lot of these people don't use their time wisely. (laughs) They just ramble. They don't have a point. So they they are very much like a lot of comedy open micers. They're just up there saying words. Uh, and they don't necessarily understand the words that are coming out of their mouths. So, Zane came up with the idea, or somebody gave him the idea, of let's fucking rip on these fucks. <laughs> so he asked me to be a part of it. So tonight was uh, night one of, who are these Ottawa County fascists? <laughs> where for about a half hour. It wasn't super long. I think a half hour is probably the right amount of time. We, uh, we went over some video of these people... Uh, who are talking to the commissioners. I don't know any of these commissioners. I don't live in the county. I can't vote for them. I wouldn't have voted for these people, right? They, they have a very conservative uh, slant, which, hey, if that's your way of life, hey, kudos to you. That's not my way. You probably aren't going to like this podcast, <laughs> right? I, you know, I, I, I'm I really of the viewpoint of... um. Let, let people do whatever they want to do as long as they're not trying to impose their values on other people, right? If you want to, you can be however you want to be. Don't tell me how I need to be. And don't try to impose that, uh, your views on me through laws. Laws and statutes and whatever. Because <laughs> then you can go fuck yourself, right? Like, it's me. Like, I would love to, like... Uh, uh, revoke the Second Amendment. I would love to get guns taken away from everybody. Right? I'll say it out loud to everybody. I- I'll say it to your fucking face. I'm also of the realization that that will never happen. There's too many fucking gun-loving nutbags out there, and uh, I-, I understand that that's never going to happen. Right? I get it. I cannot impose my will on you. But don't impose your fucking religious beliefs, political beliefs, Uh, racist beliefs, homophobic beliefs, whatever, on me. Go fuck yourself. And there were a lot of people who came to the meeting uh, this month who wanted to impose their shit on my shit. And I'm like, well, first off, you can't because I don't live in your county. So lick my dick, suck my balls. Ah... but you shouldn't do it to anybody. So there was a guy who did come out and he was like, hey, I'm an atheist and you guys can't, even Even though everybody in this room seems to think that uh, religious freedom should exist. And, and when people say religious freedom, they mean uh, the freedom to fucking try to indoctrinate and punish people who believe differently than they do. <laughs> right? I mean, that's just what it seemed like from the, the, the videos that I was watching. There was some guy who got up who just talked about how he didn't care for um, homosexual people. He didn't care for gay people. And I had to ask Zane afterwards, because the guy got three minutes and we listened to the whole thing. And I was like, Zane, what was this guy's point? Like, he's talking to county commissioners and he's talking about how we need to... He used the word uh, willow. I think that was the word, willow. But it, it meant to, like, destroy or get rid of... He wanted to, to willow gay people. And I'm like, I don't even fucking know what that means. Like it, apparently it's a religious term or a biblical term. And I'm like, what? A, who the fuck uses words like this? People have been homeschooled. That's who uses weird fucking words like that. And so it was, it was very weird. Um, Zane and I, we ripped into these people. It was a good time. There were, the, there were two dudes who kind of uh, had the same kind of viewpoints that Eric and I do. It was interesting to hear them. I made the, the the observation that everybody was wearing jeans. Everybody wore jeans. And everybody looked really disinterested, to be perfectly honest. Like, there was the, the peanut gallery that you would see on the camera, and they all looked incredibly disinterested. But the, I, I can't blame them, because that's exactly how I would be. I, I want to be like, why are, are you people here? I mean they all look like they were unemployed fucking meth dealers is what these people look like. I'm like, shouldn't you be fucking slanging some meth? Shouldn't you be out on a corner somewhere trying to fucking make some money? So if you wanna see it or hear it, uh go to his Patreon, uh Eric Zane Show Podcast on Patreon and find it and five bucks five bucks a month, I believe. I could be wrong. Uh, I'd let I'd let you watch it for free, but I can't. It's not it's not a Stu McAllister production. So, one of the things that was weird was there was there was a guy who um, he has a website where he was like talking about people who want who are looking to destroy Ottawa County, and basically was like the the liberal commies who, who live in Ottawa County. Ottawa County is a red sea. And there's a few individuals who are the blue dots, right? Sometimes you have a blue C and a red dot. In this instance, it's the red sea with the blue dot. And this guy was like pointing out all these people that he didn't like. And at the end, it was Eric Zane. Eric Zane
0: made the list.
1: And he had, this guy had a relatively well done website, much better than I could do. And it was interesting how he posted videos of all these people. And he gave like a little fucking synopsis of who they are and what they did. And it was weird listening to this guy talk about Eric because he he it sounds like he had absolutely zero idea of who Eric Zane was, and I suppose Eric Zane could have slipped through the cracks of your uh, cultural knowledge. But in in Grand Rapids in the West Michigan area for the, for a good portion of a decade or so, Eric Zane was a very very popular figure in this community uh since he was a part of probably the number one radio show in the area the free howling show he was he was the third banana and everybody knew who zane was and he's also the um the PA announcer for the Grand Rapids Griffins. Zane's got his hands in a whole lot of shit. But This guy, literally, it sounds like though up until like a, a week or so ago, had no fucking clue who Eric was. And so it made me go, well, who are you and what do you do? How are you so unaware of someone who really was like a pretty big uh, media personality in the community? And, you know, it's not like we're New York City or anything like that where people can get fucking lost in the shuffle. I'm like, so are you just the guy listening to Christian music all the time? And that's probably what he was. He he was probably like, oh, my God, radio is a sin. Music is a sin. We don't need any of this shit. I don't need my immortal soul going to hell. And it it was interesting how um, he chopped up a lot of shit because he he talked about how Zane (laughs) Zane was, what is it? filthy or dirty or something you know, with his language Zane's Zane's language is similar to mine where if I just swear a whole lot because I'm uncomfortable I'm with it and I like it and I find it to be perfectly honest kind of funny why is this middle aged man swearing so much I don't know he's a fucking lunatic right <laughs> that's what it is and if people are offended by it hey go away I guess I don't know what to tell you is it going to change no it's not going to change this is who I am this is how I talk uh, I am Fully aware of when I can't talk like this. I don't talk like this in front of children. I don't talk like this in front of old people. I don't talk like this when I'm in a courtroom or a public area or anything of that nature. I was a social worker for a very long period of time. And I had to deal with people in many different professions. Judges, lawyers, other social workers, family members. You can't go around calling everyone fucking idiots, right? I'm aware of that. I know how to control myself, you fucking dicks. So it's weird when people get their panties in a bunch about language because he, at one point he was talking about Zane. Zane donated one of his kidneys to uh, somebody he went to high school with, right? Just kind of like the guy was like, oh my God, I need a kidney. And Zane went through the process of seeing he was a match and he was, he was a match. So he donated one of his kidneys to a guy. I don't think Zane had seen the dude in like 20 plus years. He's like, here, here's my kidney. I I got two, you can have one, I guess. So uh, it was weird how he was showing like a video of some of that shit but then he didn't mention all that in kind of like his rebuke of Zane he didn't mention the fact that oh Zane did something really good and selfless for somebody else but oh my god he swears oh my god he called people in Ottawa County stupid racist fucks because I mean a good majority are let's be perfectly honest from all the fucking videos that I was showing tonight I'd be like oh my god yeah Ottawa County is not a place in which I would want to live So, again, uh, I, I, I would suggest, but trust me, everybody, if you don't got five bucks, I totally get it. I totally get it. Subscribe to mine instead. <laughs> Give me the five bucks. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, oh, God. I did have to work today. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, I work for the West Michigan Whitecaps, the single-A baseball team. I have nothing to do with the baseball team. Uh, I'm never at the ballpark. Uh, I actually was at the ballpark for the first time on Saturday to watch a game. I wasn't working or anything. I was just wanting to go watch a baseball game. So I'm never over there. I sell Dippin' Dot ice cream to schools and bars and grocery stores, uh, amusement parks, zoos. Whoever will sell Dippin' Dots, uh, I go there and I give it to them. So if you see Dippin' Dots anywhere in the state of Michigan, I probably at some point... Have delivered dipping dots there. The, the bigger places, like we don't sell dots to the Detroit Zoo, the Grand Rapids Zoo, uh, Michigan's Adventure, but pretty much anywhere else. Yeah, we do sell to uh, the zoo in Lansing, uh, colleges all over the place. So yeah, there you go. But whatever. So today, 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 I had to go to Ohio. Oh, Jesus, I'm brain fart there. Ohio. Temperance, Michigan, which is essentially Ohio, uh, Flat Rock, uh, Utica, and then I had to go to two schools, and that's how I know schools are starting. We're starting to sell those schools again down near uh, Jackson, Concord, and Hanover. Doesn't don't those sounds like towns that fucking uh, were in Massachusetts during the Revolutionary War, like Paul Revere fucking rode his horse through Hanover and Concord, warning people that the British were coming. That's what it sounds like. And to be perfectly honest, these places were relatively podunk. They were super podunk. The one high school, I'm pretty sure, was smaller than the elementary school that I went to as a little boy. (laughs) It was very, very small. I was like, where the fuck am I? What is happening here? Why are there two schools that are like 15 minutes apart? Shouldn't you people all just have like one larger school? But but they don't. So it was a lot of driving for me today. It was a twelve hour drive, twelve hour day. A lot of fucking driving. Um. And it was fine. The, the one of the problems that I have, and this is like a communication problem. I bitch about my coworkers all the time. I bitch about them all the time. But uh, the salesman, you know, he's the one who kind of he opens the doors, right? He's not the salesman anymore. His, his job is he opens the door, and then that's it. He never goes to that place ever. He never delivers them product ever. He just, uh, he's like, here's, a, he opens the door, it, it go deliver them a freezer, and then it's fucking it. So I don't really understand how he's a salesman in any kind of capacity, but whatever. But this is, this is the uh, communication part, because he he set up the freezers, like he opened the door, and then he actually made the freezers in the sense of, like, this is the product they wanted. He put it in a freezer. He had it all set. There you go. I loaded it into the van, and I took it to the schools. But the guy, it was the same guy for both schools. I guess they're both small enough. They, they share the food director or whatever. And I met the guy, and I delivered the first one, and then I got to the second one. And he's like, oh, yeah, uh, we need a lock on this freezer. Because they got a lot of fucking filthy thieves in Hanover, Michigan, apparently. A lot of sticky fingers in that high school. And I was like, well, Greg made the freezer and he didn't put it on. And he didn't tell me, so I didn't put it on. Because that's not something we normally do unless we're told to do it. Uh, And that isn't anything that we carry in the van. We don't carry those. So uh, I got kind of mad because now I'm going to have to go back down there. It's a good two hour drive one way from the warehouse to give this guy a fucking lock, and I got to put it on. It's not hard. It's not difficult. It's more just like, I, this could have been done. I, Greg could have done it. I could have done it yesterday. I could have done it this morning. It's not, not a fucking problem. I would like to have known. And then we fucking would have done
0: it because this guy is like,
1: yeah, we don't have a secure area where, where you can store this. So there's going to be a lot of fucking fingers taking things. Like, fuck. Fuck eva. So it, the guy made it seem like he'd communicated about it with Greg. That's the sales guy. So,
0: where was the ball dropped? Greg. Greg. Greg, Greg, Greg. Greg.
1: Um, so a lot of my days are super long. Like uh, like I said, the one day was a 12 hour I did, this week I've already done. Uh, Monday was a uh, 12 hour a day. Tuesday was a 16 hour a day. Yesterday was a 9-hour day. Today was a 12-hour day. And I've taken my dogs with me every day. I've taken my dogs with me. Because I can. Because it's not a big deal. The boss doesn't care. And, and, everybody, this is what I do. I know, this is crazy talk. When I'm done, I get back to the warehouse. I clean out the van. I know, holy fuck, everybody. I clean out the van because I'm trying to be a good coworker. We got a shop vac at the warehouse, shop vac the van, clean up all the hair, uh, whatever hair that the shop vac doesn't get. I take fucking um, uh, packing tape and I'm taking to the seat, picking everything up that way. There you go, everything's super clean. The van's cleaner than it was before I got in the van, even when I had the goddamn dogs. But yet, my coworkers still goddamn fucking complain about the dogs being in the van. And um, this is what they can do, everybody. They can lick my dick and suck my balls. I don't give a fuck. One of these days, everybody, I'm going to invite my coworkers to step outside and we can fucking handle things. My coworkers are lazy, lazy fucks. I did a route yesterday that I haven't done in over a year. I get to a grocery store, I look in the freezer. They needed way more product than I thought they would have needed because we're supposed to be delivering to places every three weeks. This grocery store needed 10 cases. A freezer can hold like uh, 20. So it was like half empty, which is a lot. And to be perfectly honest, everybody, grocery stores don't sell super great. That one in particular doesn't sell super great. So I get the product, I go on the back, I go fucking, when you go to grocery stores, you gotta talk to the fucking uh, receiving person so I go on the back, I see the receiving person, he comes up to me, he's like, where you been? Haven't seen any of you guys all summer. Yeah, I don't know how to respond to that, because I told the guy, I'm like, hey man, I haven't been here, I haven't done this route in easily a year. I I can't speak to anything. But I got 10 cases right here, and I'll fill that bad boy up. And uh, so I told my boss, I just told him what the guy told me. I'm like, I don't know. but that And that's why I fucking... Uh, Always have people sign my tablet, right? It's a cover your ass thing. Whether I sell anybody any product or not, I have somebody sign it to cover my ass. Up. Oh, yes, I was here because I know my coworkers skip places. They're just like, yeah, fuck it, and they don't go because they're lazy. And then the next place that I went to, a gas station, for some reason, there's eight slots in a freezer. Three of the slots were one particular flavor, and it was probably the least popular flavor, and I couldn't figure out why. Couldn't figure out why. Why? And two other slots were another flavor. So five slots, more than half were two flavors. It didn't make any fucking sense. None at all. Easy fix. Easy fix. You just compile shit. So I compiled shit because it was missing. The fucking freezer was missing three flavors. I didn't fucking understand any of it. Am I bitching about my coworkers? Yeah. Why? I fucking love to. I love to bitch about them. If you listen to the podcast that I did yesterday with Nate Abshire, comedian Nate Abshire, check him out at nateabshire.com. We talked about how comedians like to bitch about shit. <laughs> and he ain't wrong. He is not wrong. We love it. We love it. Despite the fact that I have not done stand up in a couple of years now, I still love the fucking bitch. <laughs> I still love doing comedy and I still love bitching. I love bitching. I bitch about these bitches, and I'll bitch about those bitches. (sighs) Man. Sadie Dog today, um, like I said, I got the two dogs. Wean Dog, I think, is 10. I've had Wean Dog, I got her when she was like 4, and I think I've had her like 6 years. And then Sadie Dog, I got Sadie Dog when she was 10, and I've had Sadie Dog like, I think, four years. So, Sadog's 14, I guess. Sadog's tailing off. <laughs> and so, I when I was doing the podcast with Zane, I went upstairs to kind of isolate myself from the dogs because they can get a little barky at times. They'll hear somebody outside. They're like, raw, raw, you'll, you know, on, on more than one occasion on this podcast, the dogs have made an appearance. The dogs need to fucking make the world know that they're here. So I went upstairs to isolate myself. wean dog followed me up. Ween dog likes to be my my side. She's the daddy's girl. And cow showed up. One of my cats. He showed up. He always likes to be around me. So they're upstairs with me. And the say dog was downstairs. And say dog, being an older lady, she doesn't really like the stairs a ton. So she could have come upstairs, but she didn't. And then she started howling. I have never in the four years that I've owned her, ever heard her howl. And it was very concerning to me. When you hear your pets, right, when you hear your pets make a noise that you've never heard them make before, you're like, oh my God, what the fuck's wrong? And so I was like, oh my God, what the fuck's wrong? So I came downstairs to check on her, and she was just kind of standing in the middle of the living room, which is what she does a lot lately, just kind of standing, staring at nothing in particular. So she seemingly was okay, However, I think it was loneliness, I think. I think it was nobody's around. Because she's pretty attached to the hip with Wean Dog, right? She'll follow Wean Dog around. Wean Dog is definitely, she's the younger one, but she's the one who's in charge. <laughs> when Wean Dog starts barking, Sadie Dog will start barking. Sadie Dog doesn't bark first, Wean Dog barks first. So I think she was just missing everybody. I wasn't around, Wean Dog wasn't around, even Cow Cat was like, I don't know. It was weird. It was weird, but I'm. i She's. She's okay. She's okay. She's
0: okay. She's
1: okay. Um, a couple of things before before I move on. Uh, housekeeping shit, just because in case I forget. Uh, there may, there probably won't be a Patreon tomorrow. I have my workout in tomorrow. The the boss man always likes to do these workouts, which I I'm not gonna lie, I hate. Because I don't like my coworkers. And I'm always like, why why do you, why do, are you forcing me to spend my free time with my coworkers? I really should just be like, I'm going to have to clock in. You're going to have to pay me if I'm coming to this bullshit. <laughs> right? Uh, I I truly hope that you like your coworkers. I hope you do. I hope you do. I, I wish I did. I wish I did. But I don't like my coworkers because they're lazy fucks. If they just did their... Excuse me, if they just did their job, I wouldn't have a fucking problem with them. But we have our work outing tomorrow. Sue, where's your work outing? Well, for whatever fucking reason, we're going to Traverse City, which is approximately two hours north of Grand Rapids. And uh, we're going to a baseball game. (laughs) We work for a baseball team. My boss was unable to get us a suite at the baseball team that we work for. And so we're going to the one two hours north to do it. Now he's he's spending the night up there with his wife because Traverse City is kind of a touristy area. It's a summer hot spot, and it's nice. It's nice enough as a as a tourist. I hate it because I'm never up there as a tourist. I'm up there as a, a worker delivering dip and dots occasionally, and people just get in my fucking way. And I fucking hate tourist hot spots. So more than likely there will not be a podcast tomorrow. But we'll see. Maybe, maybe maybe I'll fucking change my mind. Maybe I'll change my fucking mind. Who the fuck knows Yeah hello? Hello? What? Stop knocking. Oh, God, double, double, double shots. Uh, all right, couple, couple things. Um, longtime listeners will know that I hate a lot of social media. Stu, you hate a lot of shit. Yeah, I'm a grumpy old man, and I fully recognize it, and I'm totally cool with it. <laughs> I'm totally cool with being grumpy old man. It fits my persona. <laughs> I'm all right with it it's cool it's nice when you fucking you come to like some self-actualization uh like understanding who you are and i think i'm i'm beginning to understand who i am and uh, i'm grumpy old man and i'm not a fan of social media i think because so much of social media is just shit it's shit and it's fake and it's garbage and it's lies like people talk about how the media is fake Social media is fake. I'm not necessarily sure that media itself is fake. There's a lot of like hyperbole and whatever within the media, but I feel like the majority of social media is fake. Just the simple examples of like how many fucking filters do you have on your phone? You look at all these people who are on Instagram or whatever and all the goddamn filters they're using, they're kind of like whitewashing themselves or whatever, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. And then you, and you know everything is like staged and posed and whatever, and like, ah, oh, fuck. Nothing can ever be like in the moment. And can't we just fucking enjoy shit in the moment without having to fucking document it on social media of some kind? Whether it's TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, or X, or whatever you want to call it. I know I'll continue to call it Twitter. Or Facebook, or TikTok, or was it Truth Social, or Threads, or whatever. Whatever new dumb one is out there. Fuck, I hate it all. We, I talked about social media a little bit with Nate Abshire. Check him out at nateabshire.com. We talked about... Uh, social media, some, and he's like doing things on reels, and he's getting likes and views and whatever, and it's fantastic. But I always want to ask these guys, when like, because he was like, "Oh my god, I got forty thousand views on my one uh, clip," and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's great." But what does that mean? How does that translate? I feel like a lot of shit should, should like that should translate into cash or <laughs> something, right? Like, if if 40,000 people watched it on whatever social media site, I almost feel like the social media site owes you some money. They came and they looked at your shit. 40,000 people came and looked at my shit. Shouldn't I fucking get 10 bucks or something from that? They came to Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and they looked at something, and they're like, oh, my God, I saw this, and it was pretty funny. His sketch was pretty funny. It was great. Give me some goddamn money, but I don't think it works that way. You just get that fucking dopamine pump. Fuck that shit. But there, is an, uh, there was an instance uh, on TikTok where there, there are these people, Tony Hernandez and Angel Perino, they're a fucking couple. And I guess maybe they got a following of some kind on their TikTok. But people are calling them out on this one TikTok they did that is being staged and fake. And there, there's so many things that I see that I'm like, this is fake because why would anyone be recording this? It's just like a camera in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, why the fuck would someone be filming this? Of course it's fake. But apparently they were like following a car. They were next to a car on the highway and there was a woman in the car. And the woman was doing like these hand signals. Now, um, I, I am very dumb. <laughs> in a, a, I don't know sign language at all other than like giving someone the bird. Oh my God, Some of the, the dividend driver gave me the finger. Trust me, everybody, I give people the finger a lot as I'm driving around in the dividend, man. I don't give a fuck. If you're a shithead, you're getting the finger. Now, I think most people don't see me giving the finger because they're lost in their own fucking self-absorbed world as they're cutting everybody off. So I don't. I never have to worry about any kind of retribution. But fuck them. So this lady's doing this weird sign language thing. She's, like, got her hand up with the four fingers up and the thumb tucked between her, the the thumb tucked in the palm. And then the second part is, like, she's grabbing the fingers. She's folding the fingers over over her thumb. And apparently that's, like, unbeknownst to me, is the international sign for I need assistance or something. I'm like, okay, is that actual sign language or is that just some sort of weird fucking thing? Uh...
0: So they were like, oh my God, oh my God, that's so scary. What do we do? Oh my God, what do we fucking do? Right? So I'm watching the video.
1: And they're like following her. Oh my God, they're pulling it up. And they're like, oh my God, roll down your window. And they're following her. They're pulling up next to the lady. And the lady's just sitting there. And, And then she's doing it. She did it more than once. Oh my god, that's the time for help. What do we
0: do? Oh my god, what do we do?
1: Yeah oh my, oh my god. Uh if if that was really true, wouldn't you call the cops? Um So apparently they did, but then it was really weird. Right? They called the cops. The cops were like, Oh you whatever, okay, taking anything seriously. So they just, for whatever reason, they follow the car. They're following the car, right? They're, they're at a gas station. And then uh, the guy who's driving the car, he get he leaves the car. And, of course, he can't really see the guy's face. He's got sunglasses on, his hat. Know, maybe this is weird to me, but I don't know. If this guy kidnapped this lady, would he leave the fucking lady in the car all by himself?
0: Yeah, let's go get her. Let's go get her. She's still in the car. I
1: think we go. And it's funny right. too. The car doesn't have a license plate on it either. They're driving up. Yeah. Isn't it weird how like these. She opens the car door. She fucking gets in the car. What are, what are you saying? go, 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 baby, go, 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 go! Yeah, and uh, so that's it. So the lady was screaming something in a different language. I don't know what the fuck she was saying. Nobody knew what the fuck she was saying. But now all these people are like, oh my god, that just seems super weird. Like this is all like fake. And essentially, uh, without saying that it was fake, it. This guy, this guy was like blaming people for who were trying to discredit the uh, the video. He said the commenters who were calling the video fake were discrediting the message. He's like, you should be straight up embarrassed, even if you're like, oh, it's staged, or even if you think or want to pitch that. Just take this message of the hand signal and learn it and look out for. It. So, hey, man, you didn't have to do a goddamn fake video, right? You could have just said, hey, everybody. This is the international signal for needing help. But you know what? Doing a video like that's not sensationalistic enough. It's not going to get eyeballs on it. And that guy fucking knows it. So he's like, oh, we got to do a fucking thing. If he really wanted to fucking do it right, he could have been like, hey, everybody, this is a reenactment of a fucking kidnapping or something of that nature. Well, Hernandez did not explicitly deny the video was staged. He did add in a comment free lesson when there's outrage and tons of comments, it helps the video go viral. We're raising awareness to masses. No, 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 no. You're not, you're not raising awareness to masses. Like, as you said, you're getting more fucking eyeballs on it. And to be perfectly honest, I would never have known of your existence if there wasn't fucking outrage. So you did it that way. You did it that way on purpose. Outrage is an effective way to get a lot of attention. New York University Associate Professor of Psychology Jay Van Bevel found that for every moral, emotional word that people use in a tweet, it increased the rate of others, retweeting by 15 to 20%. <laughs> Jesus Christ. However, social media users, particularly young ones, are prioritizing authenticity in their media consumption more than ever before. And I'm yeah, I'd agree with that too. I hate, I see all these dumb posts that are like prank posts. Oh, my God, this guy's pranking somebody. And you can tell immediately that it's fake. Everything is fake. Audiences don't want to be lied to, even if the lie is raising awareness of teaching a potentially life-saving lesson. Because, yeah, it's, it's fucking garbage. I don't, if you're trying to fool me this way, why should I believe anything that you say? And this guy's like, he's a fucking idiot. All right, he I, there's a video of here him talking. i got to hear this fucking idiot's voice. That's
0: not going to happen either,
1: He's got a dumb soul patch, a stupid fucking mustache, anyway, all right. my and he's wearing a dumb fucking pork pie hat you know, you with the glasses. Like, oh, he's trying, trying to justify George. what you the fuck he bad. did. Fuck you! I'm not. I, I hope you. Get, I hope you get canceled. The TikTok is what is it? Joni loves Chachi. Tony loves Angel. Who cares. I hope you fucking. I hope they both get kidnapped. And I hope they're doing that fucking sign while they're being kidnapped. And everybody's like, oh, this is another stage prank. It's Tony Loves Angel. That's fucking stage shit. Fuck them. (laughs) Fuck you. It's the boy who cried wolf shit. Really? I mean, that's what it is. Why are you fucking crying wolf? Fuck. All right. Taco Bell is giving away free tacos on Tuesdays, starting next week, Tuesday. For a month, every Tuesday for the next month, they're giving away. Why? Because they uh, apparently they gave up their rights to Taco Tuesday. They're now going to allow other businesses use it. Now, I always thought Taco John had Taco Tuesday first, and maybe that was the lawsuit involved or whatever, but apparently um, Taco Bell is now going to be giving away free tacos on Tuesday. So go check out Taco Bell. I like to let people know when they can get free shit. So uh, next Tuesday or the month through September, like four Tuesdays in a row, get a free taco. Free taco, 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 taco. But I didn't want to end on that. I wanted to end on this story because I thought this story was kind of cool. Like I got, you know, I got the old dog, right? When I got Sadie, I got Sadie because I wanted someone to, uh, I wanted a dog to kind of be like a companion for Wean Dog. Like I think Wean Dog, Wean Dog is a very anxious dog. And so I thought it would be good for her her to have a companion. So when when we got Sadie, I was like, I want an older dog. I want someone who's going to be kind of sedate, mellow. I want a life beaten out of her, right? I don't need fucking a crazy spastic dog. I want a dog who's just going to lie on the couch and just eat and sleep. That's all I want. That's the best fucking dog for me. And so when we got Sadie, Sadie was 10 when I got her. That's pretty old for a dog. I'm like, fuck yeah, this is the best dog in the world, right? So that's why I got her. In uh, Pawtucket, Rhode Island, Pawtuck- M- Michael lives in Rhode Island. Michael from Rhode Island. Maybe he lives near Pawtucket. There was a family, uh, the Carabellos, Charaine and Wilson Carabello, they adopted not an old dog, they adopted an old man. <laughs> what? What? Uh, They adopted 82-year-old Paul Callahan. He lived across the street. And they invite him to every family dinner, cookout, and holiday gathering. The kids run up to him like he's their grandpa. Sharan said Paul is definitely a family member. He's no longer considered a neighbor. When her family moved into the house, they weren't sure what to expect. Their biggest fear of moving into the new neighborhood was, what if our neighbors don't like us? What if because we have a lot of kids, they make a lot of noise, and we come from a big family, so what if they're conflict with the neighbors? And she said, we're the only black family in the neighborhood. So yeah, they're a black family, and this guy Paul, white dude, lives across the street. And they're like, Paul, get the fuck over here, bitch. (laughs) She says the fear disappeared as soon as she met the neighbors, including Handyman Callahan. He showed up with the ladder and offered pointers to help fix things around the newly purchased home. After learning Callahan's wife had recently died, Shireen's family started interacting with the widower on a regular basis. The relationship grew, and he spends nearly every day at the house entertaining the kids and sharing stories and being cool and all that kind of cool shit. You get many chances to talk to people. If you don't take a chance, you miss a friend, said Callahan. It doesn't hurt to be nice. That's the other thing. It costs you nothing, but a lot of times you get a better return. So yeah, I agree with that. That's awesome. This is the instance where people talk about, like, be kind. And these people were being kind to this old man, and he in turn is being kind to them. So I think it's it's a nice connection. I feel like too many times, I've said it on this podcast many times, that people talk about, when they say, be kind, they're talking about being kind to them, right? Being kind to of them. But it, it seems as though they were being kind to of this old dude, connecting with this dude. I dig it it's a nice thing they're they're breaking barriers it's an age thing it's a racial thing it's all sorts of things and it's a cool thing it's nice that they did it it's nice that maybe they got like another grandpa another person with life experiences who can share things with the kids right everybody's got different values and beliefs and whatever we can still all get along right we can still all get along except for the people in Ottawa County they can go fuck themselves I do want to go to a commission meeting because i got to see this shit in real life. I don't understand why these people go to these meetings. They're boring as fuck. Boring as fuck. And So you have to be a lunatic if you're going to these things. You have to be. The worst. All right, everybody, I'm done. I am tired. It's 9 o'clock. I'm done. I'm going to go shoot myself. America! That's right, double America. If you guys can do me a solid like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page, Elemental Podcast, I'd appreciate it. And if you do that, that's where you can hear the clips of the day. Listener Jason, who lives in Delaware, he listens to this podcast. God knows why he does, but he listens to it on the regular. And then he will send me a clip. And it will be a clip of the day. I don't choose it. He chooses it. So we will go, and uh, he will send it to me, and then I will post it. So go like the Facebook page. Go like the Twitter page. And then you can hear clips of the day. Clips of the day. He loves it when I do the drops. So a good portion of the time, you're going to hear drops. Like fucking good old America. America. If you could rate, review, subscribe on the freebie, that would be awesome. Apparently helps the analytics. I don't quite understand it, but if you could do that, that would be great. Uh, if you could check out my Tee Public store, check out my Macari store, help me. Another avenue of cash money coming into my house—that'd be sweet. Uh, if you can't find the links to either, let me know, and I will send you the links, and then you can buy some shit for me. I sold an Eric Ebron Indianapolis Colts jersey. How about that? I sold that today on, Mac- on Macari. And then if you could if you could consider subscribing to the Patreon, I talked about it. That'd be awesome. Uh, P a t r e o n. Go check it out. Elemental Podcast. Five bucks a month. That's it. Five bucks a month. One less ice mocha mocha in your life. And uh, you give me a little money. I'd appreciate it. And then do the six things, if you could, for me. Uh, if you could go to Instagram, check out Bear Boards and Tables. My buddy Mark, he does a lot of things. Uh, he makes a lot of things out of wood. A lot of art out of wood. And so he's got his Instagram page, Bear Boards and Tables, Bear Like a Grizzly, where he shows pictures of the shit that he has for sale. And you can buy the stuff on Macari. He's got a Macari store. where You'll see the link on his Instagram page. So go over there, check out the stuff, uh, buy something from him. If you don't see anything that you like, let him know what you do want, and then he can probably make it for you. So go check him out, Bear boards and tables. Check out Matt Harper art on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, Matt makes a lot of things uh, out of clay. He makes a lot of gnomes out of clay. And he's got a store on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome. Where he sells all the stuff and it's, he's got cool stuff. So go check him out Matt Harper Art, TikTok and Instagram, and his store on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. Go over to Instagram for these next few things. Check out Extra Levels Gaming, and they have a website, extralevelsgaming.com. I don't think that's up yet. But uh, it's a retro video game store, old video game store. You can buy old games, new games. Uh, You can buy games for ColecoVision, games for uh, PlayStation, games for Xbox. You can do all that good shit. So uh, check them out, Extra Levels Gaming and extralevelsgaming.com. Check out the Sunday Slaw. That's my buddy Adam and his wife Stephanie. They eat a lot of coleslaw. They make Facebook Live videos of themselves eating coleslaw. And they want you to eat coleslaw. And they tell you if shit's good or bad or whatever. So go check them out. The Sunday Slaw on Facebook. And Adam is a part of Alex's Arcade, a charitable organization that helps out children and their families dealing with pediatric cancer. Awful, awful business right there. Awful business. So uh, go check them out at alexsarcade.org. And then maybe you can sign up for their golf outing on Saturday, September 9th. Less than a week away. Holy fuck, less than a week away. In Bellowwood Golf Course in Macomb, Michigan. Check him out. Check out Magic JBM. That's my buddy John Midgley. He's a magician, a social worker, an all-around swell fella, and he posts a lot of stuff over on his site on Facebook, Magic JBM. So if you like magic, and I know you do, head over to Magic JBM. And then last but not least, check out West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. It is a place where you can uh, buy cards, sell cards, trade cards. Show off your cards. It's a pretty cool place. Um, it's a group, so you got to ask to join. Three questions. Pretty easy questions. Just answer the questions. Uh, ask to be invited, and then we'll let you in. It's pretty goddamn simple. Uh, so, again, that's West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. You don't need to live in West Michigan either. We just named it that to begin with. So, do all of those things for me if you could. Again, consider subscribing to the Patreon. That would be awesome. Uh, more than likely, no episode tomorrow, but it should be back Saturday. So uh, that's it. You guys are great. I love you. Thanks for listening to this horseshit. I will uh, talk to you guys later. Have a good day. Goodbye. Okay,